the blind, the blind nine. nine. How we doing, Jesse? Get out of my head, Richard. Why is that? I have both headphones in, and your the blind nights goes all around inside my head. That's because it's surround sound. That in your head is empty, so it echoes. Thank you. I'm sure Katie would agree with that. Um, I know many people that would. I can start naming them, but I want to keep the podcast short. Who the hell else says it? <laughs> I told you I can't tell you because you know I want to try to keep the podcast okay. short. Uh, it's going good here. It's like 28 degrees, though, and then Thursday is going to be 70, so I don't know what the hell's going on with this weather. Uh, I think it's supposed to be like 83 degrees here tomorrow. So, yeah, rather chilly for this time of year. 83 is chilly? From the south. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. usually in the 90s by now? Um, Our summer can get up like Usually, the low for the day will be like 75 okay. during the summer. All right. And it, it just depends. And, you know, one day it can rain, which makes the next day, not temperature-wise, hotter, but muggier because of yeah, the humidity. Humid. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. So I hate humidity. That's the south. Uh, but um, now that we've got the uh, pleasantries out of the way, um, go over uh, a bit of, bit of news here. Um, the quest for the Braille with the Sprawl with Matt, uh, a.k.a. Blind Fury, wrapped up Saturday. So, that means, uh, something important is coming up. Yes. But, uh, everybody seems to have had a good time with, you know, Matt as a GM and having played a game with him before as GM for, uh, everyone games. He He's like me, he puts a lot of, uh effort into running the stuff so i mean it, it shows in his work not that other people's you know effort is like wasted or however they run it but you're just you saying know. that because someone you know does not take notes and just does it off the cuff that's why you're saying that not really because um <laughs> jim knows how i feel i'll tell him how i feel but you know <laughs> um yeah, everybody has their own different style, and some people are really good with off the cuff. Some people are really good with notes. You know, some people do like kind of a variety of things. You know, it's something that we've talked about before. Um, Even on here, I'm an av- yeah, I'm an avid note taker, which helps me to remember things for the session. So, yeah, I may not always look at my notes during a session. But having taken them, it helps me to remember, you know, what's going on. The thing I have to take more notes on is names, because I always forget the names I make up. Because I always make up the names I don't go with, usually the fantasy ones, just because they're hard as hell to pronounce. Yeah. And then I forget, like, what did you, what did I call the mayor? What did I call, you know, this person? Yeah, and a good tip might be to name people, like, people you know. Like, you know, the mayor could be your mom's name or, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, something like that. Um, so, something I think you, you have some breaking, very important news about the uh, Mothership game. I do, actually. Um, we will be having our Session Zero on April the 9th. Um, 
at 2 p.m. Eastern. And then the following week, we will be starting Mothership. And depending on how many weeks you all wish to run, um, we'll determine how long Mothership's uh, quest runs for. Uh, it can be four, it can be six. You know, could do a little longer if uh, you all wanted to. But, you know, as of right now, it's set for four to six weeks. So, uh, what is the other breaking that. news that we didn't talk about on the podcast last week? Um, not really sure. Uh, it's about one of your players that's going to play the mothership. Someone that wasn't going to play before. I'm not sure what you're talking about here. Um, I guess wait. it's not. I guess it's not important. But well, no, I have. I mean, I GM's playing, Temple's playing. Uh, Memento's playing, you're yeah, playing. Good. See, that was the breaking news that I was going to play. Why is that? Oh, you're talking about because you broke history or... Yeah, because... Setting a chair and broke it or what? Because your podcast, your Knights of the Braille, the Blind Knights co-host is going to play in the game with you. I thought that was breaking news and very important. Ah. In other words, you just wanted to have center of attention for a little bit, right? Yes, because I never okay. did it. Everybody makes fun of me. Every, yeah, even even in the sessions I DM, people make fun of me. So I just wanted a little bit of moment in the sun. That's because you're. You I mean, make we talked it about so we easy. talked about Temple for a whole episode last time. I mean, I figured we could, you know, last that. time was it really last? Or two time? times time ago, it might have been the time before last. But you know, you tried saying that I didn't like Temple, which is not true. Mm, I have evidence to the contrary, sir. <laughs> just kidding um but uh uh but you can find out you know watch the uh quest of the braille on um on gym or knights of the braille's twitch at www.knights or www.twitch.tv forward slash braille knights uh and if you're but, lazy like me it's also or you don't want to donate or give your time at the specific time they're running, you can also watch it on YouTube. Or though, does Twitch archive? Um, some of them, I think the like the lower tier people that you know don't have like sixty five thousand seven hundred and eighty seven followers. Uh-huh. I think it will archive for two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I personally just prefer YouTube. Uh, yeah, me that's too. Me. So I will. I will stick to that. Uh. The audio drama is starting to come together, have all roles assigned, and even have some recordings in. So that's looking good. And uh, let's see, got some tabletop roleplay gaming news, actually, and it is about Mothership. Uh, Mothership is brought to you by... Uh, Tuesday night games or Tuesday night games if you're not a redneck like me. You know what's funny uh, is my I live, you know, in Pennsylvania. There are rednecks here, but I grew up, I say Tuesday, but I grew up like my dad, for instance, and Katie's dad, they say Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Like, I never did it, but it's been all around me. I didn't know that was a redneck thing. I just figured it was. But yeah, rednecks move out of the south, so there probably is populations all over all over the United States. Yeah, we're we're a big 
But uh, here, here's how they um, advertise uh, their Kickstarter that they're doing for their um, starter set, starter box set. Space is dark, space is cold, space is dangerous, and space is lonely. And this is me paraphrasing, you know, what the actual long blurb. But um, the box set, you know, as well as the, I guess they're calling it zero edition, the edition that, you know, I have and that Jim and I converted, is um really light rules and it's, um has a very quick character creation process. Uh, and while the first, or while the original edition came out in 2019, they're going to be releasing a box starter set that comes with the core rules and a selection of adventures by, you know, some pretty notable um, independent artists. You know, but um, it'll be coming out like December or later this year, December of this year. So, you know, be sure to check out their Kickstarter page, which I will put a link to in the show description. And, um, you know, shout out to them. Uh, they allowed us to make um, the rules accessible. So, you know, really want to support people that do things like that. Was that uh, one a lot of work? Did you have to do a lot to it? Or was it pretty... Um, not really. Um, from what I remember, I did the majority of like the actual word parts. Um, Jim, you know, went back behind me because he was busy at the time, if I remember correctly, and you know, made some of the headings larger, uh, cleaned up some stuff that read fine for me, but did not look okay. You know, good. Um. And there was um like a flow chart in there that I mean just totally gave you know Jaws all kind of issues. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and I remember the email I sent to Jim was like, "Man, I have I have no idea what's going on here." He's like, "Oh, sure, yeah, ask me because I have low vision. Let's use my eyes up while we can, you know, uh, something right. along those lines." That's but, uh, right, Jim. Uh, I told him to stop whining and put on his big boy pants, you know. <laughs> But um, he uh, he took care of that, and uh, I mean it's it's going to be a really fun game, you know, mm-hmm. a science fiction horror game that I'm looking forward to running and would love to run like a campaign in it. But you know, uh, the group on Wednesday night prefers Dungeons and Dragons. Well, that and I have like all of their nearly all of their uh, source material, so don't want to have that wasted either. I think what you need to, not you need to realize, but there are a million games out there. A lot of them are probably fun, but nothing is going to break it, break D&D off the top, I don't think. No, no, that's never going to happen. I mean, because, I mean, it's been around forever, but, you know, I can still, I can want to run other stuff. Right, yeah. You know. I mean, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind doing, but, you know, we... Everybody and do seems... it for like a little break or something like yeah. that every once in a while. Even in between um, campaigns or something like that. Yeah. And Jim had noticed, because I didn't look at the stats, but the on the Knights of the Real podcast feed, um, the like Warhammer and things non-D&D related to get the most views. So I thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty it, cool. Yeah, it is. I think people like to check out other things. They just 
play what they know. Well, I think that, and I also think that there's so many D and D podcasts. Yeah, that it, yeah, there are. That the quote unquote market is saturated. Yeah, there are. I mean, you have one of the adventure maidens. You have dungeon dudes. You have uh, what's that one that everybody likes? Critical Role. I was gonna say, are you gonna mention that? Yeah, I mean, I don't. They're just too long for me to listen to. Yeah, like I know that's stupid, but it's like I play in, I play a game, I run a game. Like I don't need to spend three hours listening to a weekly podcast. I don't exactly. Um, and that's my thing. You know, I'm not saying that they aren't good because I mean, I even quit listening to both Dungeons and Daddies as well as you know, um, Dungeon Dudes because they're just so long. And I saw Dungeons they and Daddies their... got longer. They started a new Drakenheim. Yeah. I mean, I still like it, you yeah, know, but I just, just don't I just have, don't have Yeah. And if you listen to it while you're doing other stuff, you miss some stuff that's going on. So, you know, you're like, oh, wait, and, well, how did he get into that predicament? And as usual, you'll, you'll make this joke about me. I'm behind on Venture Maidens. But at least their episodes are only like an hour and a half. Every other week. listening to them. Yeah, I, no, uh, I right. I know it's not for you. I'm yeah. just saying, like, that is a manageable length to me. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm not surprised that you're behind because you still yet to read Harry Potter. Uh, but yeah, that's a totally different story. You make it sound like I haven't podcast. read any Harry Potter though. Oh, you haven't read one since 1995. <laughs> um, yeah, I was but, actually graduating when I read Harry Potter, yeah, 2001. Yeah. Bless you, then. Um, let's see here. Uh, got into the mothership stuff. Got the Kickstarter there, and ah, um, any other news that you have going on? Yes, we will be starting out of the abyss in two weeks. Tell us about that. Like a, a quick overview. Well, from what I've read, I haven't like read I. I don't know how Richard does it, but for me, like, I don't ever read ahead past really what I don't read ahead past what they're at, the players are at. So mm-hmm. I read the foreword and it basically says that you guys are going to be kidnapped by the drow and it's a journey through the Underdark. And what interested me is the person said they got their inspiration by like, okay, this is going to be a wacky world kind of similar to the feel you would get from the Alice in Wonderland, those two books. So it's going to be like a wacky journey through the Underdark, Mm -hmm. but with the influence of Lewis Carroll, I guess. Ah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, And I don't, you probably know this too, but the books are cheaper if you buy them on the app than they are on the website. Huh, it, they look it to be the it same looked, price to me. Oh, when I maybe went that's on the source book, so maybe because it said thirty dollars twenty nine ninety nine, and it was twenty four ninety nine when I did it on the app yesterday. Let's see. Um, source books can be different. I don't know. I've I've seen that before, but I haven't really paid it a whole lot of attention because I just prefer going through the website because of my hands and. And things yeah. like that. So, um, but uh, at the end of this 
podcast, everybody, we will be uh, rolling up my stats for my character for that. Do you have a name campaign. picked out yet? Um, yes, he is. Uh, we will talk about that whenever all right. we go. Yeah, we'll, his, we'll do it uh, when you. Yeah. Um, so it's all together at the end. Yep. Are you ready for no holds barred, bone crunching, hard hitting, high flying wrestling? Listen to all of the action right now on the Audio Wrestling Network. Featuring two decades of storied history and three big leagues the UWN, EOW, and WOW. Listen to hours of action, drama, and mayhem. If you're a fan of the WWE or AEW, then you won't want to miss this. The Audio Wrestling Network was created by the Visually Impaired. So that means no pictures and no video. But you won't even miss it. Bring a set of headphones, your imagination, and your love of wrestling. Check out audiowrestlingnetwork.com for new weekly updated content, breaking news, and the very best in audio wrestling. That's audiowrestlingnetwork.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Audio Wrestling Network, where wrestling is reality. Take a seat and listen for Jesse's reading recommendations. Take a seat, grab a coffee or a tea. Today I'm recommending the first book in a series that we'll laugh, Richard will laugh again, I'm behind on, and that is the first book in the oh my god my mind just went blank jesus god and you said that you wonder why we say your head's empty the first book in the jonathan mayberry series i cannot ledger joe ledger yes and that would be called patient zero and basically what joe ledger is is it's a thriller series with kind of horror elements but all the horror like if there's zombies or vampires or whatever are all explained through science which i think is really interesting so patient zero uh, sorry go ahead it's, it's kind of like a horror science fiction could be reality yeah like nothing yeah. is oh that they make it plausible yes so basically joe ledger is this baltimore cop that gets taken in and has to be part of this DMS team. Department of Military Sciences. Department of Military Sciences. And he, the patient zero is there's basically a zombie plague. And like I said, the science makes it more interesting than your basic zombie story, in my opinion. And Joe Ledger is a great character. I've only done the audiobooks. And they're all narrated by Ray Porter, and Ray Porter is Joe Ledger to me now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I tried with Bard because I didn't have a credit, and I wanted to read the next book, and I just eventually waited. I couldn't do it. Like I can't listen to anybody else read that. I actually like the Bard narrator. Oh, um, okay. and 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 that's where you know we can differ, but not differ at the same time. Because to me, that's where I started listening to him. So the bard oh, okay. narrator is, who you're is, used to. is Joe Ledger for me. Yeah. It's all based, so, it's all about who you're used to. And, you know, speaking of narrators, we I know we will agree on this because we've talked about it before. Narrators can make a story that you think is bad really good. Yep. 
Yeah, um, I agree. And I'm speaking from personal experience because I've tried reading the Lord of the Rings a few different times. <laughs> um, and the narrator, Andy Circus is his name on Audible. Uh, that's the, the actually, I don't know if you looked into it, that's the new recording of the books. Yes, yes. You, you've never seen the movies, I no. know, but Andy Circus was actually in the movies. And that could explain it because um, he he, plays, he does a fantastic he, job with the hop. He, so he plays a character named Smeagol. Ah, the one that you probably heard always says "my precious" about the ring. Yeah, he plays that character. So I'm I'm sure I would actually probably reread those books just because he read them. To be honest. With um, you. he's well. You missed your chance unless yes, you buy. Because Tolkien Day, all the books, I got every one of them for less than $21. That's insane. I actually got on Kindle, because I got got the Silmarillion, which is like a collection of the history of Middle-earth. Yeah, I mean, I didn't buy that one because it doesn't interest me. I started to read it. The narrator wasn't bad, but I kept falling asleep. And I think it's because, like, it's kind of a history book. So I got it on Kindle for $2.99 on Tolkien Day. And I'm like, oh, if it's... $2.99 Two ninety nine on Kindle, I'll read it. Yeah. So, and, and I won't and fall that, asleep. And that makes a, a big difference, you know. But the narrator does does a does make a story, you yep. know. It can make it a lot better. So like I, I, I like agree. I mentioned in my one of my not my last reading recommendation, but whichever one it was where I recommended Night Circus, Jim Dale makes that book. Like oh, I, yeah. I know that book has been lauded. Like it's a very well-loved book and i'm sure reading it is just as good but listening to him within five minutes i was all in well he he's harry potter you know he's yeah he's that world yeah yeah he is you know because i have listened to part of eric zanfold's version from who i love that's yeah he's, he's drizz to me yeah um and I listen to that, and it's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, I'm sure if you listen to that first, you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. But, like, Jim Dale is Harry Potter, but when they yeah, switched and, when they switched readers on Drizzt, I couldn't get into it. Because it wasn't, yeah. like, it wasn't Eric Sample. Well, and I've also listened to the British version of Harry Potter. Um, I remember there being a big debate back in the day on who was better. Well, me personally, it's it's Jim Dale. Mm. Uh, Fry does good, but he's he's just not Jim Dale, you know. So, like we said, yeah. narrators make make the story. But people, it was pretty heated back in the day on different message boards and stuff on who was better. Uh, and that, and people will find something to, you know, whine and complain and moan and groan about. Especially now, like. Yeah. Uh. Yep. But yeah, my reading recommendation, it's on Bard. If you want to listen to Bard, it's on Audible. Patient Zebra by Joe Le- by Joe Ledger. By Jonathan Mayberry. And I really think you'll be hooked because I was. Exactly. Each week, Jim Bob goes out to round up the most interesting animals, beasts, and monsters so that you can be better prepared. So get ready for Jim Bob's Crittering Time! Hi, Jesse. Hey, Jim Bob, how you doing? I'm doing fine. The frog tears split four ways, there, buddy. Good. Uh, what do you What do you have for us this week? 
I got a new little pet. Uh, I didn't bring him into the office over here. Do you, do you still have your dog? I don't know where he's at, though. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's he's to pee on your leg. Oh, wait, no, he went away. Uh, he that does that. Be, that has to be pretty annoying, though. Like, you want to pet your dog, and then he just disappears. You already see him whenever he gets behind the cat. Yeah, and he pops in there, and the cat's like... Oh, and it's, it's funny. But I want to tell you about my new little pet that I got. Okay. Called a called a warg. A you ever warg? heard of them? A no. warg. I never well, heard of a warg. They're kind of like a big dog and horse kind of mixing looking thing, but they're usually really uh big and evil. And uh-huh. um, you know what a goblin is? Because I heard oh, you talking yes. about your your girlfriend looked like a goblin <laughs> one time. My ex yeah. looked like a goblin. Yes. Maybe that was it. Your did you did you ever hear of an Oompa Loompa? Yeah. I joked around and said she looked like an Oompa Loompa because she was like really short and kind of fat. Well, was that your ex-girlfriend or your Y girlfriend? It was my... Your R girlfriend? X. Oh. Uh, well, what about your Y girlfriend? Uh, my white girlfriend's probably who well no my white girlfriend was tall and had a beard oh hanky my, my z girlfriend is who i'm with now who oh, was gotcha. also, who was also my w girlfriend we got back together oh i got you has smooth like x lacks <laughs> but yeah. uh um the the goblins and them hobgoblins they uh they can ride on these here ward creatures. But that, if they're uh, so evil, why do you have one as a pet? As I'm gonna break him. That's what you, you call when you when you tame them, you know, domesticate have, have, them. Have you done that yet? Well, you see my arm right here, all the the oh, bite yeah. marks on oh, it. Oh, did it do that? Did he do now, that? that that was from my B girlfriend. We got well, that's a different story. I have to tell you about that later. Okay. But uh, I was trying to ride it, and uh, he threw me off, and I hit a, a cement wall. It it hurt, and I had uh, to patch you, the hole. You you hit a cement wall, okay? Yeah, my head did. Uh, but uh, I, once I patched the the hole in the wall, you know, I'm still trying to ride him around the little paddy, the little paddock out there. But you know, we'll get him. Where I can ride him into battle and stuff. What did you name him? Oh, uh, well, he's, uh, his name is, um, I don't really know yet. He hadn't told me because he can speak. Oh, really? How tough oh, is yeah. he? Like, how many, if you were going to say hit points or health bar, how tough is he? How much damage well, can he do? He's got about a level 13 hide, you know, oh. um, and, uh, let's see. He's, uh, if I was to give hit points, I'd say mm, about 26, oh, depending cool. on, depending on the ward, you know, some of them. That's pretty formidable, ones. though. I mean. He can be, especially when he bites you. Uh, see, I don't want to really drop my pants in front of you, but, uh, he got a hold of, you... uh, uh, of one of my bones. You wouldn't want him to bite your willy either. Uh, he tried to, but I popped him a good one upside his head. But uh, his bite, um, you know, it can cause like 
he's got like 10 teeth in his mouth, so it causes uh-huh. like 10 damage. Oh, you know? okay. I would not want to get bit by that in the buns. Heck no. I already got one hole back there. I don't need <laughs> another one. <laughs> oh, Jim, Bob. Jim Bob, you're funny. Uh, I appreciate it. But uh, uh, I better get out of here because I think I hear the, the dog and the cat getting into uh, it again. Well, that, that means I'm going to have to talk to Richard again. Yeah, just poke him in the eye. Okay. Uh, we'll talk with you later, buddy. All right, I'll see you next week, Jim Bob. All right. Uh, old Jim Bob. He's he wanted old... me to do this and poke you in the eye. That's it. That's it. You're banned. You can't ban That's me. That's I'm, I'm why people listen to the show. Yeah, bull butter. You think they listen to your southern ass? Uh, no, they listen to my southern mouth, though. I mean... <laughs> And it is pretty smart and does talk from time to time, but uh, I wouldn't think people would listen to that. They make apps for that. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people probably like the uh, weird news that, you know, I did oh, yeah, last week. Oh, yes, I told Katie all about last week, and she goes, what? <laughs> uh, it's pretty interesting, you know. Um, like I said, it's a lot of fun for me to look up, and, you know, we'll probably keep doing it. Uh, and just sucks. It seems like most of them are probably going to come from the south. Um, well, you're no, a big football. Not, not not this one. You're mm-hmm. a big football fan, and you yes. know, like some sports. You ever heard of uh, LSU? Yes, I have. Well, this story comes from LSU's campus, where a yeah. raccoon <laughs> falls through the roof into a packed. Cafeteria. <laughs> that is a southern story if I ever did hear one. Um, and it made me laugh because you remember that's where the honey badger played, <laughs> you know. And oh, that's true. yes, yes, yes. Um, because I know he played against Georgia and ooh, he was bad. But um, back on February seventeenth of this year, a raccoon fell through the roof at. They give the dining hall number, but mm. the cafeteria was packed with students who began to scream <laughs> and yell. Ah, but here is where somebody like Jim Bob would come in. The cook of this particular cafeteria's dining Jim hall Bob. trying to yeah, trying to catch the raccoon in a basket. <laughs> but they did not. And um it uh began running running through the uh dining hall and a student whose name shall remain uh, anonymous um, thought it was a joke, so she put her bag down and went and got her plate of food. While they were still serving food at this point in time, the article didn't say, and I'm I'm wondering. Anyway, she got her food and went and sat back down at her table. Care to guess what happened at this point in time, Jesse? The raccoon got in her bag. The rat. Oh, not yet. The raccoon okay. ran between her legs under the table, <laughs> and she proceeded to jump up onto the table and scream. And according to other sources, uh, while evidently she had set her bag down to go get her plate, while she had set her bag down, the raccoon <laughs> sat on top of her book bag. Ah, uh, only in the south. <laughs> now Only you you know you know me pretty well. What do you think my first thought was? It came from the south. No, I hope the raccoon didn't die when it fell through the roof. Oh no, it was it was still alive. 
That uh, is funny though. That is really funny. Only in the South, man. Yeah. Only it's my favorite. in the South. My favorite two segments are this and talking to Jim Bob. I figured as much. I figured as much, but uh that's really about all that we had. Oh yeah, I need to roll for the character. We wanted yeah. to um talk about that. Um And I guess oh, you guys are all gonna be little shits. I think that is what we decided to name the um the group. It's so funny that the group name came before we even usually those things happen, you know, organically, but they're like everyone's like, Nope, we're gonna be little shits. Which means we're all going to be um races of small. Um, I guess you could do tiny if there's any tiny ones. Yeah. Um I'm not sure I haven't looked through all of them. You're gonna have to be small races. and mighty then to to defeat this adventure. Not necessarily you can be quick. You know. Yeah. yeah um true. you can ha- you can be small but very powerful, you know, like magic wise. But um, I'm going to be using Avery to roll here, and I'm going to use the command exclamation point Rand Char, which is all one word, exclamation point R-A-N-D-C-H-A-R, which is Rand Char. Now, if I was playing Aurelio, that would be Randy, you know, but that's just who Aurelio is. Oh, really? Uh, Yes. Uh, Let's see what we get here as I roll. Let's see. I generate it generates random stats. Um, it will uh kill like it will kill it will kill um ones. So it will take the top three uh numbers of your die. So the first one I got is a fifteen. Ooh, I get a nine. So that's gonna be fun. Okay. And I get a 14, so that's a 15, a 9, and a 14. Yeah. And, oh, and I get an 8. Ooh, so these oh. rolls really suck. Uh, let's, hold on, let's see in there. Oh, man, they wasn't even a 1 in that roll either. It was 2, 2, 4, and 2. Ooh, that's horrible. <laughs> let's see. Oh, and I get a 10. Oh, and I get a 12. Oh, that's them horrible rules. This is going to be fun. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun there. So there are my rules, and I'm going to be playing a pot belly pig. Uh, there is no actual race of that, but, you know, thankfully, you know, you can do your origin and you know, why you are mm-hmm. that way. And really all I'm doing is taking a um, horse thin, I think is the actual race, which is a homebrew race. And I'm just making him short. I mean, that's that's all it is. Because we don't really worry about the carrying capacity, you know, no. for any reason. Right. So that's what I will be doing what is there. Your, what is your name and race? I mean, class, sorry. Um, As far as class, I'm not sure if I'm going to be a cleric, a tempest, you know, storm cleric, or if I'm going to be a monk. Um, Not really sure which one I want to go with there yet. As of right now, it's said as a monk, Mm -hmm. but I love playing the storm cleric, so may swap to that. Uh, But as far as his name, his name is going to be Oscar 
Meyer. That's great. And as uh, I, I said, I, I'm assuming you saw it in the Storm Slayers channel. Now, it, I have Do Not Disturb on, and it left a phone call through. Um, it can do that if you have it set like, for your okay, favorite okay. people. Um, anyway, uh, I said to keep in mind when you're billing your character background, like your backstory, why you were, what the circumstances were that you were captured by the drow. Well, I'm thinking they were going to have some uh, pork chops and mushrooms, you know. <laughs> um, I will come up with a good reason, though, as you know, I do. Because I, I like the start of this adventure. You basically all start in the slave pens. Ah, uh, that works then. Works for me. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be his name is Oscar Meyer. I just can't decide the uh, the class yet. I've done the barbarian thing. I want to do something a little different. Mm -hmm. uh, I always but, said I wanted to be a monk, but I've never done it yet. Well, I'm going to see. I may change it up, but we'll see. But I guess that's uh, I guess that's really about it for this week. Um, so we will uh, catch you. Next week. Yep. This episode is brought to you by the Knights of the Braille and is made possible through the support of viewers such as you. Please remember to like, share and subscribe to get all of the latest information and episodes. Thank you.